bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of adjustment. But, but answer there, my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits what a homicide and kills people up... Nah, if you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio in Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I am your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. Hey, at 11 o'clock on Saturday, the award-winning 1017 The Truth will present another episode of Diversity and Excellence powered by Erie Insurance. Hosted, did I even say insurance? Insurance. Hosted by me, Dr. Ken Harris, and Fred Johnson, the Vice President and Wisconsin State Manager for Erie Insurance. We'll be discussing the agency of being an insurance agent. Like, how's that work for you? Why does that work for you? Is that something that you would want to do? Right? Don't miss Diversity and Excellence Powered by Erie Insurance this Saturday at 11 on the new 101.7 The Truth. Also, tune in to Truth in the Afternoon at noon for another episode of More Than a Movement powered by Planned Parenthood Advocates of Wisconsin. Carrie Noni will highlight some of the most careful conversations she's had with health justice advocates who fight for equality and rights of all. Again, that's more than a movement powered by Planned Parenthood Advocates of Wisconsin this Saturday at noon on the award winning 101 7 The Truth. And the Black Owned Business Give Back is back. We have teamed up with Associated Bank to help local black businesses grow and succeed. Together, the home of Milwaukee Black Talk will be giving away $6,000 worth of free commercial advertising for three months to five black businesses each quarter of 2023. 
To sign up for this incredible marketing opportunity, visit blackbusinessgiveback.com. That's blackbusinessgiveback.com. Let's rebuild our community's backbone through exposure on the truth. For official rules, head to blackbusinessgiveback.com. Associated Bank member, FDIC. I got too much stuff to read. So then, let me see before I catch up. Madison said, don't forget about the zoo. Yes, you can take your team to the zoo. You got to go get a job at the zoo. Don't go to the zoo. Don't go. Why not? Those animals don't need to be in no damn zoo. You have issues with animals in zoos? I got I got issues yeah, with animals yeah. being mistreated at zoos. What? What? And so like the fact that you're in a zoo? So the fact that you're in a zoo means you're being mistreated. At least one of those animals are. Uh-huh. The fact that you're wearing those clothes means I'm being mistreated. How's that? Because the fact that I got to see them. The fact that I got to do your show, <laughs> I'm being mistreated, okay? So cry like a millennial, why don't you? Whatever. <laughs> 833-212-1017 is the number. I am excited because I have a guest in the studio today who I met like two weeks ago. And... um she is a United States Secret Service agent who goes by the name of Monica. Why do I keep calling her Monica? And it's Monique. Why do I keep it? You get that a lot, don't you? I do. You get that a lot. Not only that, but I have a twin sister named Melissa. So I'll either get called Monica or Melissa. Wow. <laughs> wow, that's great. You are the resident agent in charge for the United States Secret Service in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. That's correct. How did that happen? Well, let's see. (laughs) And literally less than a month in. So Mm -hmm. I'm still getting acclimated to the area. It's my new role. Welcome to Milwaukee. Thank you. Thank you. Everybody's been welcoming so far. So, you know, I think it'll be um, a great transition for me. So So tell us about yourself. Where did you come from? Did you just you just grew up and you were like you became a like you were born and then you were a Secret Service agent, right? (laughs) Um, Originally from New Jersey. Okay. Um, grew up there. My parents have southern roots. They're from Alabama, rural Ooh, areas there. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Hertzboro. What what part? Near Montgomery. Oh, okay. They're from Eufaula. Okay. You heard of it in yes. Abbeville. Yes. That's it. Abbeville, rural areas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, my sister and I grew up in New Jersey. Um, I went to school in Franklin Township. Um, went to college in Atlanta, Georgia. I'm a first generation. Okay. Yeah. Where did okay. you go? Okay. Where did you go? Oh, okay. Is that better? Where, where did you that. go to school at? Um, in, in, I attended um, Spelman College really? in Atlanta. You went I did. to Spelman? Yes, That's the Spelman up. College. That's what's up. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. Let, let, me, let, me, let me calm down. Okay. All right. Um, I was also going to say, you now I'm a first-generation college graduate. Wow. So my family is very proud of me. They're very supportive. Mm-hmm. Um, also, first-generation law enforcement. When I was finishing school, I attended a career fair on Clark Atlanta's campus, and I met two agents who looked like me. And I said, well... Maybe I can do this, too. Wow. So I gave it a try. I was deciding at that point Out whether... Out of college? Mm-hmm. Well, wow. I started as a uniform division officer, which mm-hmm. is the Secret Services Police Officer Force. Right. So I started as an officer, did that for about six years, and then I switched over to the position of special agent. Nice. Started in our Miami office. Mm-hmm. From there, I worked in our intelligence division. I worked at our headquarters in the Office of Human Resources. I've had my hand in recruiting. Mm-hmm. Had the opportunity to do some great, um, great wow. things, and now I'm here in Milwaukee. So I met two of your colleagues in Columbus, Ohio, mm-hmm. in April. They were they were recruiting for the FBI and Secret Service. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think I think it's important. But 
Can you tell people what exactly is the Secret Service? You know, we've been hearing about, I think it's the first agency that was created or something <laughs> like that, right? The Secret Service is one of the oldest yeah. um, law enforcement agencies in America. So for those trivia trivia buffs, I'm mm-hmm. a little um, bit of history. Um, it was created in 1865 actually to combat the rise of um, counterfeit currency mm-hmm. after the Civil War. Now, now, back then they were making like, Every bank had their own mm-hmm. currency. So you, if you had 15 banks, you had 15 types of currency. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. So um, regulation was needed. And that's mm-hmm. why the Secret Service was originally created. Okay. Um, the protection piece, because the Secret Service is unique. We have the protection um, and investigative mission. The protective piece was not added until after the assassination of uh, President McKinley. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, in the early 1900s. Um, 1901, but legislation was actually passed in 1906. For protection of the U.S. presidents. Wow. So. so, so you all were temporarily tasked with doing protection, even though they hadn't quite made it through Congress to um, make it a right. law. Wow. That's right. Very that's cool. Right. So, why'd you join? I mean, you know, you talked about you saw it, and then that was it, and you said, <laughs> "I think I'll do that." But what? That's that's something that, especially law enforcement, something you have to give. Some pretty deep thought about that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I majored in psychology, minor in criminal justice, and I was okay. considering. Okay, I'm gonna stop talking to you now. <laughs> career. <laughs> and local law enforcement I was also deciding if I wanted to go to graduate school. So I ultimately did both. The Secret Service has lots of benefits, and they offered um, tuition reimbursement, which they still do. Mm-hmm. But at the time, I was able to go to graduate school while I was an officer. So I figured, hey, if I don't like it, I can at least, you know, get a degree out of it. <laughs> That, that I did. So. And, and so how many years have you been in the Secret Service? About 21 years. Wow. Yeah. That is impressive. So mm-hmm. do you now know about the Secret Service? What what do you wish you'd known before you joined? Because, you know, we like, oh, I want to do that. Because, you know, I went to law enforcement, you know, mm-hmm. 20, 30 years. And it's like, yes, I got it. And then you got in and it's like, yeah. <laughs> But I know there's got to be some great things that that you wish you knew beforehand that would have made you even possibly transfer over to special Mm -hmm. agent quicker. Mm -hmm. Um, I'd say when I was a young officer, I was really in awe of of a number of things. You know, you watch um, movies where agencies are depicted, specifically Secret Service and the White House and how grand it looks. Yeah. I can remember being a young officer in the South Grounds of the White House and literally the president or first lady would walk past me and I was just in awe. Mm -hmm. You know, and since then I have literally been able to be a witness right. to um, world events, you right. know, history and um, protect other world leaders. So, you know, it's been great. And I didn't realize that at first. But what is it being like an African-American woman, though? I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's that's got to be a pretty rare thing. Even though when I look on your website, I see a lot of women mm-hmm. on the website. That is is that rare for an African-American to be Secret uh, Service agent? It's not rare, but overall... I mean, obviously, it's no secret law enforcement is male dominated. Right. 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 Right? So it's oftentimes when I'm in the room, I'm either the only woman or the only minority in the room. So I've definitely had to learn how to, you know, own my own voice um, and speak up. I think it's um, the different perspectives that our diverse background brings make us all instrumental um, to the mission. And it's important that, you know, my input as African-American woman is given, Um, you know, of note, the first African-American female agent um, recently passed away. She started with the Secret Service in 1974. Her name was Zandra Flemister. That late? Yes. Wow. It's actually going to be a memorial service for her next weekend. And my colleagues and I, a number of my colleagues and I are going to um, support 
um, the service, her service, memorial service, because we literally stand on her shoulders. You know, without the strides she made, I wouldn't be in the position I am now. I'm in now. So. And so she did protect protective detail. Yes, she did. Wow. Outstanding. And so you are the rack. Yes. Right. You're the resident agent in charge. What does that mean? Like in, in structure, what, what exactly is that? Mm-hmm. That means I'm the agent in charge of the local secret service office here. I um, am fortunate enough to run my own office um, here in Milwaukee, which means I have jurisdiction over the state of Wisconsin. Um, there are a handful of women that have also had this opportunity. So mm-hmm. um, very fortunate. I have a number of agents that work under me that run investigations in the state and right. protection visits whenever we have the president, for example, or right. vice president, others come to this area. You know, I would right. be in charge of the visit. So, so I, I've I've watched other special agents when you walk in the room. It's it's amazing the the <laughs> the presence, not not them, but you know, but you when you come in and they recognize that you're you're the boss. But I also saw a pretty jovial interaction and so there there seems to be that camaraderie mm-hmm. and the understanding that we're all special agents and when something goes wrong you know everybody has to act there's mm-hmm. there's no rank or anything when you have to do that when we come back i want to talk about your most rewarding experience okay in the secret service so you're listening to truth in the afternoon this is law enforcement appreciation week our guest is monique cole resident agent in charge of the united states secret service for milwaukee You are listening to The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. It's time for Truth Takes, a thought-provoking commentary on the new 1017 The Truth. Here is Denise Thomas with her truth. The term diversity, equity, and inclusion has been at the forefront of many employers over the past 20 years and even more so amplified since the release of the murder of George Floyd's video went viral. And for many of us that work in predominantly white environments, as members of black or brown communities or traditionally marginalized communities, it's hard to understand exactly how I fit, how I adopt, and how I demonstrate the components of diversity, equity, inclusion, and more importantly, how am I on the receiving end? This is where communication and open dialogue is so important regarding this subject matter. It cannot and should be not treated as an extracurricular activity. It is a vital component in any businesses, business growth objectives, revenue generation, and more importantly, hiring and retaining a diverse pipeline of talented individuals. Have the conversations with your leader. Have the conversations with your direct reports. Have the conversations with people who make decisions on hiring, on culture, and promoting within. This is important. It will not go away. And we need to make sure that we're having the conversation so that everyone, regardless of how they identify, is embraced and feels a sense of belonging and knows that even throughout challenges or setbacks, they belong and they can win. That is the power. That is the truth. Use your voice. It is valuable and it deserves to be heard. That's a part of equity and inclusivity demonstrated within the workplace. This has been Truth Takes on the new 1017 The Truth. Listen to The Truth Be Told with DT and Telly weekdays from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. 
More of the Law Enforcement Week celebration on Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on the award-winning 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon Law Enforcement Appreciation Week. Our guest is Monique Cole. She is the resident agent in charge of the United States Secret Service. That's yeah. kind of proud seeing that it's a black woman, right? You know, this, I'm just saying. So what is your most rewarding experience? You've been in about 21 years. Mm-hmm. And that, that's everything. Uniform. Yes. Secret I'm mm-hmm. a special agent. So what's what's your most rewarding experience in the Secret Service? Well, let's see. I mean, other than the great travel, right? Because I have had the opportunity to jealous. go to some great places. Okay, I don't need to hear that. <laughs> All right. Okay. Greece and Spain and Italy and London. Mm, Vatican and, City, oh, Brussels. Um, I mean, all the trips aren't that great, but I have had opportunity to, to go to, to some Canada. great travel. Trying to get to Canada. Um, you didn't been all over the world. I think other than that piece, the most rewarding part for me is actually able to pay it forward. As I mentioned, I learned about the service um, on the campus of Clark Atlanta. I met mm-hmm. two agents who actually become mentors of mine um, later on in my career. And I firmly believe representation matters. So when I have the chance to community outreach mm-hmm. and attend recruiting events, when I meet young people, I've met a number of young women and talk to them about this job. And they, they tell me, oh, I did not know a woman could be a Secret Service agent as well. Here I am. Wow. <laughs> Let me share my story with yeah. you and encourage you if you're interested, because I'm not going to tell you it's easy. It's challenging, but you can do it. You know, I'm a wife. I'm a mother. So, you know, you, you can do it. So what don't you do? Sleep? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, do, you know, and so that's that that's got to be rewarding in that in that other people see you that you're able to model being a special agent, not not just to. African-American men and women, but to everybody in America that they get to see you that if she can do it, then other people can do it as well. Um, I, I hope, you know, when I talk to people, tell them how I, you know, what my journey has been like, that they, they do feel that way because I, I think it's important um, for those, you know, contemplating a career in law enforcement. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people feel a certain way about the police. Um Sometimes not as much for federal law enforcement, but just to give them an idea of how many specialties there are and like the path you can take. So I hope I can, you know, encourage others to you know, do their own research and maybe move forward. Well, it's good to see that you made it through, you know, the whole um, just just really dealing with, you know, the Black Lives Matter piece and the, and the covid and all those things. And people really don't realize that law enforcement doesn't get a day off. That's right. You know, they don't them doctors, lawyers, you know, they well, lawyers maybe. But but you know, the medical profession, you don't get a day off. You have to go to work every day. Mm-hmm. And whether you wanted to wear a mask or not or whether or not, hey, you got to show up for work today. Right. And that's something to be said. But now I'm I'm a I'm a young person, which we really know I'm not. But I'm a young person and I want to I want to go into law enforcement or I saw Secret Service. I heard Monique Cole on the radio, and now I want to be a Secret Service agent. What should I do to prepare myself? Mm-hmm. 
Um, let me start with um, stay out of trouble, if at all <laughs> possible. Yeah, <I> <laughs> but um, do your research so that you're prepared once you are eligible. If you're um, a young person, a high school student, and considering a career um, when you get older, um, you can visit our website, secretservice.gov backslash careers, and see what opportunities we have available. Mm-hmm. But for our law enforcement position specifically, the age requirements are 18 to 37 for the uniform division. That's the um, federal police officer 18? position. You can be 18. Wow. Um, for the um, special agent position is 21 right. um, to 37. And um, to to successfully pass the application process, there's an entrance exam. There is a panel interview. There's a physical abilities test. There's a polygraph, a medical exam, ultimately a background investigation. So there's a number of steps you have mm-hmm. to successfully pass before you can come onto this job as a special agent or uniform division officer. But I mean, you know, not, nothing worthwhile is easy, right? right? And mm-hmm. so, really, when you when, when you think about it, and I know you can't answer this, but but when you when you think about it, when you do something like a polygraph, it's about not finding out things. It's about you telling the truth about things. Oh, exactly that. Um, what I tell young people, I tell young people a couple of things. Um, we don't hire perfect people. We hire sure. honest people. Right. That's right? right. So That's honest right. from the beginning. Um, and maybe we can move forward. Maybe we can't. Right. But it's better for you to be upfront about right. whatever you know your background is. Right. And, also, and do you do you think many of the things that people want to not tell the truth about are probably really not that big anyway? You know, oftentimes it is. Oftentimes it's it's right. not that big, but because they start out not being truthful, right. now it's an integrity issue. Right. Wow. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. So I can be a special agent, uniform division. Technical law enforcement, administrative, professional, technical, student, veteran. Like, so so really there's not a reason not to be a United States Secret Service agent. Employee. Really. <laughs> to be an employee, so, you right. can just pick one. There are so many opportunities about, uh, available. A lot of those opportunities are in Washington, D.C., mm-hmm. especially for our administrative and professional positions. Right. But we have everything, like you mentioned, from scientists to attorney positions to um, law enforcement instructors to mm-hmm. doctors. So wow. there's such a variety of positions. For our law enforcement positions, the federal police officer or uniform division officer is also stationed in Washington, D.C. But for special agents, we have offices all over the United States. We even have offices overseas. So there's a lot of opportunities. Outstanding. Anything you want to add regarding Law Enforcement Week? Law Enforcement Week. I think Law Enforcement Week or Law Enforcement Appreciation Week is such a great opportunity to support, you know, those who put their life on the line on a daily basis. I think oftentimes... When we think about law enforcement, when something negative comes up, unfortunately, when an officer is killed in line of duty or something else comes up. And th- this is the time to applaud, you know, our brothers and sisters who, who are out there. So I-, I welcome the opportunity to do so. All right. What can 1017 The Truth do for you and the United States Secret Service? You know, um, I don't know if I said this in the beginning, but thank you for having me here. So, you know, I welcome the opportunity um, to partner and engage with the community, especially as I settle here um, in Milwaukee in this Mm -hmm. great city. So, you know, I look forward to um, having more engagement opportunities. All right. Thank you so much. Monique Cole, 21-year veteran of the United States Secret Service, Uniform Division, now Special Agent. And are you? I think you're the first African-American woman to be... No, I'm not the first the, one to um, be agent in charge of an office. Um, there, there is a handful. No, no, I mean here. Oh, in in the Milwaukee office. In Milwaukee, oh, I you're think right. you're the first one, the absolute first one. So welcome. Thank you. Um, we got a lot of places to eat around here, so be careful. 
<laughs> you know, sometimes you get, you know. All right. Well, thank you so much. And thank you for rounding out our Law Enforcement Appreciation Week. Thank you so much for having me again. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. All right. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. Weather, traffic, sports, all that stuff up next. More of the Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is the Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Milwaukee is considered a hub for human trafficking, and it's important we bring this serious issue to the forefront. Thursday, May 24th, Tory Lowe will be hosting his award-winning Missing Person Special, where he will address the head at this head-on with pro- professional. I can't read today. He'll, he'll address this head-on with professionals in the field and speak with families who've been impacted by a loved one gone missing. So again, tune in to Tory Lowe Missing Person Special next Thursday, May 25th from 1 to 4 on the award-winning 101.7 The Truth. Day before on Wednesday, May 24th at 6 o'clock, you got to ask yourself the question. COVID-19 pandemic has been declared ended, but has it ended in the black community? You know, we talked about stats the other day when we talked about deaths that have skyrocketed in 2020 as it relates to and translates to 80 million potential years of life that are now gone because they passed away at such an early age. Well, join 100 Black Men of Milwaukee on Wednesday, May 24th, 6 o'clock. We'll be discussing just that and more on the program. Where do we go from here? So the show's going to highlight Healthcare 2.0, COVID-19, long COVID-19, and diabetes, along with some related mental health issues um, in the African-American community. I'll be hosting it, and our guests will be Esperanza Winters, a licensed professional counselor. Tune in to Where Do We Go From Here, brought to you by 100 Black Men of Milwaukee, made possible by a Morehouse School of Medicine and National COVID-19 Resiliency Network grant. That's Wednesday, May 24th at 6 on the award-winning 101.7 The Truth. You can listen to that show after my show, May 24th, 6 o'clock. And then on Thursday, check out Tory Lowe during his show, Human Trafficking. So make sure you check out Missing Person Special. 833-212-1017 is the number. Let me see. This is one of them days. Just got everything done. Got <clears throat> Everything done. You know, going back to something uh, Special Agent Cole said, Zandra Flemister, the first black woman to serve as a special agent in the United States Secret Service, died last week at age 70 
one. She's being remembered as a pioneer at the agency, which she left after four years because of racial discrimination. She went on to spend over three decades as a foreign service officer, rising in the ranks to senior foreign officer before Alzheimer's disease forced her to retire in 2011. She did so while juggling family responsibilities, raising her son, who was diagnosed with autism as a child. The level of accomplishment that my, my wife managed under the conditions that she lived that, to me, says a hell of a lot about the woman, Flemister's husband, John Coolen, said and told NPR in an interview. Flemister's death of Alzheimer's complications and publicized in a Washington Post obituary has renewed attention to her trailblazing stint at the Secret Service in the 1970s. Her husband says, I've gotten an incredible outpouring from black women Secret Service agents past and present, and they are looking at her now as, I guess, I would say a forgotten pioneer who has been rescued from oblivion. Hmm. And that's what it's about. 833-212-1017 is the number. For five. Close enough. (laughs) So, okay, a proposed mass timber building, it's an apartment building, has grown to 32 floors, more than double of the original plan of 15. Madison developer, the Neutral Project, is planning to build a new mass timber building along the Milwaukee River, a plan that was first proposed in 2021. It would be the second mass timber apartment structure in the city along the ascent, which welcomed its first guests on last summer. So initial renderings and concepts for the property at North Edison and East State Street called for 15 floors, 211 apartments. Now they're talking 32 floors and 344 apartments. I don't know if I would want to live in a building that big. I don't, I don't know if I would want to like have to wait and, and ride 15 minutes up like a bazillion floors in order to get to my apartment. The the additional floors and units are an effort to make the project buildable under today's high interest rates and construction costs. And managing director Nate Helbach told the Biz Journal that the project team has been testing different designs, searching for a concept where construction costs could be justified by proposed apartment revenue. So should the, 362-foot-tall building with 32 floors be approved. The new building would be the tallest mass timber structure in North America, surpassing the ascent, which stands at 284. So does that mean that it's all wood when they say mass timber? Like I don't understand what that means. 833-212-1017. It is, is mass timber... Um, like an all wood structure? Because if it is, I don't know. I'm looking on Google right now, and it says mass timber plus is, a, is making a new generation of high-performance building possible. What is mass timber? I don't, I think it's wood. Valued for its natural beauty and strength and versatility, wood offered, yeah. I'm not living in a wood building. I'm not living in a wood building. Can you can you imagine 
how how can you imagine one spark? And I know it's probably tempered or something, and it, it's fire resistant and all that. But I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Number four. West Dallas Police Department said a 35-year-old man shot and killed Thursday night, and a woman has been arrested. Medical examiner identified the man as Antoine Rhodes. Uh, police said they responded to 69th and National around 11.40 p.m. after receiving a 911 call about a person shot inside of a home. When police arrived, they found a man later identified as Rhodes dead from gunshot wounds. The woman who made the 911 call, a 28-year-old, was arrested for the shooting without incident is it me or are things starting to move to suburbs i don't i don't know number three kenosha prosecutors have charged the 18 year old christian koleski in the shooting of his three-year-old sister the gun is still missing koleski is facing one count of first degree reckless injury use of a dangerous weapon repeater possible I'm sorry, possession of a firearm by an adjudicated delinquent, which means he was on paper and neglected and neglecting a child and solicitation of harboring or aiding a felon following the incident in the family home on 29th Avenue and 51st on May 12th. According to the complaint, police were called to the home at 10.57 a.m. by the children's grandmother. She said her grandson called her daughter. Her daughter called her, and she called 911. Really? Really? Police said they arrived at the home. No one answered the door, and it was locked. Responding officer looked out, said Koleski looked out the window, was instructed to open the door, but he didn't. They entered the home through a back door, according to the complaint, found the girl in a bedroom, lying on a bed, crying, propped up on a pillow with a bath towel draped over her left leg. The officer said the gunshot was to the child's upper thigh and appeared to be a through and through. He applied a tourniquet and took her to a waiting ambulance. According to the complaint, Koleski denied there's no gun and told the officer the girl did not get shot in the house, but they heard the gunshot from outside. But the officer said he found a fired cartridge and a fired projectile on the floor in close proximity. Yeah. <sighs> what are we going to do with the youth of America today? Number two. With the list of commencement speakers, well, last year it was Dwayne Wade at Marquette's graduation. This year, it was Marley Matlin. You know who Marley Matlin is? Oh, my God. Dr. Ken, I don't know any single person that you said on this show today. Okay. Make yourself look bad. So Marley Matlin is an actress. And she is, what do you call people now? Hard of hearing, deaf. And she watched him graduate because she was the commencement speaker. Her son graduated. And she's a commencement speaker. If I'm not mistaken, she's from Milwaukee. If I'm not mistaken, she is actually from Milwaukee. Deaf from almost burst, Matlin has shown her sons that anything is possible. She's the brightest inspiration in my life, and hopefully this will be a huge inspiration for everybody else, her son said. While she's no stranger to the spotlight, Matlin says this occasion is a little different. This time I'm a little bit nervous because I want to do it right. But at the same time, I'm going to treat it like any other commencement. A little more excitement, 
a little more love, and a little more pride. I guess you'd be kind of prideful because your son um, is graduating from college. Number one. Two Milwaukee police officers were injured after their squad car was hit by another driver. Crash happened just after midnight this morning, Sherman Boulevard, an hour. According to police, the squad was responding to a call for service when it was struck from behind by a driver of a silver Honda. A 29-year-old female was taken into custody for suspected OWI. The officers, 23 and 24, were taken to the hospital, and they are in stable condition. Can I have another number one, please? Number one. My second number one, the most important number one, Pro Football Hall of Famer Jim Brown, the unstoppable running back who retired at the peak of his brilliant career to become an actor, as well as a prominent civil rights advocate during the 1960s, has died. He, you're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. You are listening to The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You are listening to The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. All my friends are family when we're all doing well. Yeah. DJ Brother Z. Day two. You know I'm blessed to keep it real. All the homies on go, I keep them chill. Maybe a villain in her head is how she heals. Maybe a player by choice and I ain't hell. All this in my lungs and I exhale. Like my hidden means you can't kiss and tell. I know I'll prevail. This my love conceal. Shorty's lips are sealed. We can vibe. Beat it. You know Beat it. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. Beat it, DZ. Uh, ah, no, that was, that was on purpose. I'm getting you back. It's because he be playing this good music on my show. Who taught him to do that? Just because it sound good. And it play good. So what? But if you ever get a chance, make sure you go out. Make sure you check the listings when DJ Brother Z be out and about. Cold DJ, so if you're looking, give us a holla. Notice I said us because I'm going to be his agent. I want 50,000 percent. 50,000. 50 million. 50 million percent. I don't know how to do that math. I don't know how to do that math either. So It's got a point and a lot of zeros to the right. So <laughs> that means it won't add up to a penny. But anyway, 833-212-1017 is a number. Thank you, DJ Brother Z. I had, I had to get you back. You know, I'm just saying. You know, you know, change the letters or something. You know, it's old people get confused. Clearly. <laughs> oh, clearly? It's like that? Yeah, oh, you want to got some down? old people in the talk to text that be calling me that too. You want to, th- well, that's easy to say. And you can't be the only one with the with the moniker. You know? People out there calling me it. I'm see? like, see? Just I just roll with it at this roll point. With, see, that's what I'm talking about. You know why? Why? Because you'll be. Famous, you'll be infamous, but you'll never be anonymous ever again. It's on. 
Just live, just roll with it. Put the other in front of it and call it a day. Or put squared behind it and call it a day. Just roll with it, man. They used to get me and my partner mixed up all the time. Carlos? No. My my, my partner, Ken. Right? Ken was a sergeant, white guy. This Ken was a sergeant, black guy. You know what they called us? Ken squared. Because people, I'm like, dude, how can you get a short, spike-haired white guy and say we, what, close? Okay, granted, he was my brother from another mother, but still. So it was kind of weird, but, you know, and we had a lot of fun. So don't don't tell nobody. <clears throat> don't tell nobody. Anyway, 833212. Let me check this talking text line because it's been – it's been banging on for the longest. Donna said this. <laughs> Did you see the talking text line, Zach? Donna said the zoo is a sad place. <laughs> I can't do dings on his show, Donna, but ding. Ding. Thank you. Salute to Miss Cole. That's what I'm talking about. That's what Brian said. Oh, she's from Illinois. Or, or my state. I don't know what you mean. Is she from Wisconsin? My home state is Illinois. So are you speaking of that? Uh, Fonz also said, rest in peace. Um, Jim Brown. So, yeah. Omar said, doo, doo, doo. when it's all said and done, the only validation that will matter itself is God. Self, family. The awards and accolades just sit on the shelf. No, they don't. They sit on my um they 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 sit on my mantle at home stacked up and you gotta go, oh I gotta except my I got two awards, right? One award is when I was when they named the Eagle Scout classes of twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one after me, Dr. Kenneth Harris. The other one was when First place, well, not first place, but best show from the Wisconsin Broadcast Association. Those two awards are sitting up in my living room on display. Because all that I've learned and all that I know and all that I've been in life, I have to owe because my father died when I was 11. My mother put me in Boy Scouts, and that is why I'm the man I am today. It taught me everything around other men and other boys. And then to culminate and come full circle to this, to win the best show is, is kind of, you know, the thing, Mr. Lee say, I appreciate you, brother Z. You still be hitting. <laughs> I'm sorry. I shouldn't say that. Okay, there's a couple messages in here for you. They're not talking to me, so you know how it is. You know how it is. It's been a long day, but it's been a fun day, and it's been a productive day. And so I'm having a great time um, being here, having a great time hanging out, 
even as with DJ Brother Z. So everything's going great. It's been a great law enforcement appreciation week. I want to say congratulations to uh, all of my guests this week. Um, they gave their understanding, their topic, their point of view, and I know it was a it was a chore to uh, have some of those folks on chiefs and special agents, but they came through, and I want to say thank you to each and every one of them, Monique Cole and the chief. Ray Banks and Andre and Danita Ball. It was it was it was a great week. I want to say thank you. We appreciate each and every one of you who serve in law enforcement. We want to say thank you for your service. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your sacrifice. Tory Low Show is coming up next. God bless. Take care. Have a great weekend. Think about what I said at the beginning of the show if you need to. Just remember, every gimme has a gotcha. I'm out. DJ, DJ Brother Z. You know I got you, right? <laughs> it's just triggering. Is, is it triggering you? Honestly. Well, now you have the weekend off so you can deal with it. No, I have to work every day this weekend. Oh, that's unfortunate. You're getting paid too, right? Big money, big money. Hey, big money, big dreams. God bless. Take care. Hey, go see DJ Brother Z. Hit Google. Check him out. I'm out. You are listening to The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.